Satellite Sisters Talk TV is brought to you by the Satellite Sisters Store. Are you ready for Mother's Day, your college reunion, all the weddings you have to go to, college graduations? You're going to want to stop by the Satellite Sisters store and pick up some classic Satellite Sisters merchandise. Sure, you want to stay noisy onesie for that new baby? You got it. It's there. You want to remind your college friends to call your Satellite Sister? You can find products with that logo there. How about you can't make new old friends? Doesn't that sound good for a high school reunion? We thought so too. And what mom wouldn't love a You're the Best mug? It's there at the Satellite Sisters store. And don't forget, we got Satellite Mr. merch too. So if you're preparing for Father's Day, do it with Satellite Mr. t-shirt. Go to SatelliteSisters.com and look at the navigation bar for the shop. Just click on that for all your Satellite Sisters merchandise needs. Thanks, Satellite Sisterhood. Listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama Madam Secretary. I'm Leanne Dolan in Los Angeles with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. And Julie, it took us a while to get this recap down because you've been very busy. You you had yes. an assignment. So Yes, uh, we have a new viewer to Madam Secretary. That would be my new granddaughter. Evelyn was born uh, just a little over a week ago. So I had to um, do, take on the role of Urban Nana. Go to Brooklyn. I did not see any of the cast while I was there. I was very busy with the baby. But now I'm back. I've seen the show and I'm ready to go, Liam. Yeah. Okay. Even your viewing was delayed because of a freak uh, accident with your internet. (laughs) Yes. I cannot speak about my neighbors who are building a house behind me who have cut my U-verse, (laughs) AT&T U-verse line twice. Twice. You know who you are. Okay, this is not a good start to our neighborly relationship. It's going very badly. That's what I'm going to tell you. I think it does show people, though, our commitment to the Madam Secretary recaps that uh, even in the fourth season, we're still committed to this, which is good because Madam Secretary was, in fact, renewed for a fifth season, Julie. I I really think you and I should take full credit for that, (laughs) Leanne. Really? (laughs) Yes, Leanne. Yes. We have been in it since the beginning. We have been super loyal fans. We've been spreading the good word about the show. We've been breaking down some of the more complicated plots for people. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Some of it we've gotten completely wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, But but nonetheless, uh, we've been providing analysis, interpretation, a whole lot of enthusiasm Mm -hmm. uh, uh, for the show and for the clothes uh, that Madam Secretary wears. Well, maybe then when Taya Leone tweeted this out, she was in fact tweeting directly at us, Julie. It says, thanks for all of the congrats on Madam Secretary renewal for season five. We owe you, all caps, Y-O-U, all, for the chance to break the next hundred. Uh, next season. So that means they'll break their hundredth episode next season. Yes. So thank okay. You, thank that, you. Yes. All caps. You, Yeah. that would be the <laughs> formal way to address, uh, the Dolan sisters <laughs> and the word fine work we're doing here at Liam. Yeah. Okay. And then from Blake, uh, uh, who tweeted out, uh, the actor who plays Blake, <laughs> he's not really Blake in real life. He's Eric Bergen in real life. It's an honor and a thrill to tell you that Madam Secretary has been renewed on behalf of the entire cast and crew. Thank you to all our loyal fans from all over the world, all caps world, uh, who support our show and our message. This is because of you, all caps, Y-O-U. So again, your rationale is that's the formal, that's the formal. 
Okay. And don't you feel like Blake's uh, tweet was very diplomatic? It was sort of very much in character. Yes. It was a very formal sort of State Department issued uh, tweet. I liked it. All right. So uh, this episode was, in fact, called, Julie, you've got the title this week. The Friendship Game, Leon. Friendship Game. Okay. Yeah, we've really nailed that. I mean, first couple seasons, we didn't write down the name of the titles of the episodes. (laughs) But now we got that. We got it. All right. So this episode was all about the setups, right? There's a lot of gamesmanship being played on all fronts. It was all about the setups. The first one was the political setup. Madam Secretary and the female president of Honduras uh, Mm -hmm. had a lot of back and forthing. The second setup was the pushy mothers setup. Pakistani (laughs) mothers apparently are very pushy. Now we know. Now we know that. Uh, trying to set up Matt and a young Pakistani woman. That was a funny storyline. And then I loved the last storyline, the parent play date setup. I mean, <laughs> yes. that it was sort of so awkward, right? So awkward. Um, but let's just admit it. Yeah, you friends, it's hard to make friends, like couple I friends. Know. Especially if, I guess, if you're the Secretary of State and a CIA agent. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. All right. But let's just admit, Julie, the red dress. Okay. <gasps> I don't, uh, why doesn't every episode of Madam Secretary open with them coming home from a black tie event? I mean, I don't, I don't care where they were. I don't just want to see her in them in their formal wear. Wasn't that great? They were outstanding, Leanne. <laughs> yes. I mean, just Henry was just devilishly handsome. Yeah. And of course, and Madam Secretary, knockout, boffo, red dress. The giant dangling earrings. Oh. I just, they were, it was incredible. Yeah. So even if they just alternated, like we love the kitchen scene, so we don't want to lose the kitchen scene. So yeah. like one waffle breakfast, one red dress, one <laughs> pancake, <laughs> one red dress. So, yeah. um, we're also very open to singing, Leon. Uh, for example, if they want to have a cold open where everybody's in a karaoke bar and they're all singing, that would be fine with us as yes. well. Okay. So that's it. Formal wear, brick, waffles, or karaoke. For season five, get on it. Get on it, writers. All right. So let's start with the first storyline, the political setup. Um, so what we see is that the president of Honduras is, uh, the fictional president of Honduras is a female president, and she is losing badly in the polls to what um, the State Department people are calling a semi-literate footballer. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and we learn that Madam Secretary is an old friend of this woman and, and they, the, sec, the State Department would like to see her government advance and stay in place there. Honduras is a place in real life where there is a lot of political turmoil and graft and, and, you know, terrible people being disappeared all the time. So this is a way to fictionally, uh, fictionally set that up. And then we see, we hear the scary music. And then we see what is like a youth camp in Honduras or an NGO. They're building people. And then we have the scary, slow Madam Secretary music. And we know this is <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 And we know. Well, you just knew they were all like building these houses yeah. and practically singing. Hi, ho, hi, ho. It's <laughs> off to work we go. That's and you just knew something bad was going yeah. to happen to all those happy people. Yeah. Right. And so, yes, and a bunch of militants show up with guns and they... They um, kidnap them and they take them someplace. So all, everybody on the team building, all, all the dwarves, all the, all the hi-ho, hi-ho, off to work we go dwarves, they are all Honduran except, of course, one American whose yes. parents emigrated here from Honduras. And um, 
So it's convenient because the president of Honduras is in Washington, D.C. to sign something called the Central American Security Agreement. It's the dawning of a new day. And you know when when the president says that, row row like that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be bad. Allegedly, they were just trying, this is some agreement that they're going to go after all the gangs and that everybody's in on this, but they really need that president, Daphne uh, Tejanas, to sign the agreement for Honduras, you know, because they don't think the football player is very anti-American. And if he's elected, then the whole security uh, agreement's going to fall apart. And there's a lot of strategizing. What can we give them? She has to, you know, she has to say something, come to America. So it seems like she she gets something for her efforts, you know, so there's an aid package and can they release the aid package early? And, you know, there's some accusations flying about like, hey, listen, you've backed people before. Let's not pretend that the U.S. is above the right. law backing, uh, backing, you know, elections. Right. I mean, Vest was trying to say, well, we can't interfere with um, of foreign elections. And and Daphne, President Daphne was like, well, what about those seven other times that yeah. you did? Yeah, that she was. She yeah. was giving it right back to Bess. And Bess had to sort of back down a little, you know. But, uh, but I mean, Daphne, what she wanted was a big pile of cash. Yeah. And that was going to be very difficult to get her hands on. Yeah. So uh, so I have this in my notes, whispering and glaring. So there must have been some whispering and glaring in some scenes. Yes, scene. there were scenes at receptions. And yeah. there was huddling. Oh, yeah, there was huddling. Yeah, that reception. Huddling, whispering, and uh, glaring. Yes, yeah. Leah. All right. So, and we also see in this storyline, Jay, as uh, the chief of staff now, is tasked with talking to the parents of the of the kidnapped American um, and letting them know what's up. And you know, this was Nadine's specialty. For yes, it was. BB, BB, you. I mean, <laughs> she was exceptional, Leon. I mean, when I have the next time I get bad news, I would like her to deliver it to me. You know, I mean, just. I could just see yeah. that it was all wrong. Jay, it was not going to go right. He was sort of sitting on the desk, sort of peering down at these two parents. Yeah. I was like, Nadine wouldn't do it that way, Jay. That, yeah. You know, so I just knew it wasn't going to go well. Yeah. And they, you know, they asked the obvious question that you would ask, ask if you had no idea about how U.S. works with hostages. They said, well, are you going to pay the ransom? Because these kidnappers wanted a ransom. And Jay's like, uh... You know, we don't pay terrorists in the United yeah. States. And a controversial policy, I think they've tackled this on Madam Secretary before, but the parents seem kind of shocked. So mm-hmm. like, wait, what? You don't, you're not going to pay the $30 million? No, we're not going to do that. So, uh, so Jay did get through that delivery of the bad news. You know, it, it did not go as smoothly as he wanted. Um, and then, uh, but then we discover uh, over the course of the storyline that it appears that this Honduran female president, who's losing badly to the semi-literate footballer and wants her aid package ASAP so she can take that home to Honduras and secure this election, it appears she has set up the entire thing at the camp. Like the people that she kidnapped, they were kidnapped by soldiers and they're being right. housed at a, at a, you know, a barracks, a, a governmental barracks. And she just did that to raise her profile and free them and get the money so that she would look like a hero. I thought right. that was a pretty good strategy. I have to say, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's hard to beat semi-illiterate football players. So she was like pulling out all the stops. Yeah. I mean, she, she comes across as the hero because she gets them released. She ra- rounds up all these gang members. Everybody's happy about that. 
and uh you know and she hasn't sort of succumbed to the to the americans so because the americans best offered to send in the fbi and uh and the president of honduras she said no she didn't want any part of that yeah then it, yeah well, now we know why, because right. she kidnapped she her was running people. the whole operation. Yeah, that would have been a little uh, uh, tricky there. Yeah. Now, Bess is going to give some, she's going to give some inspirational speech. My notes just say lambs, wolves, Ben Franklin. Good luck with that, Madam Secretary. I don't know. She was re- reaching about lambs and wolves and Ben Franklin at some point, trying to trying to bring some erudite talk to this. But basically that Honduran woman, she got what she wanted. And, and as they, the, the staff there said, well, there goes Honduras for another generation because, you know, just another corrupt political leader, you know, leading by false falsehoods. So I know I thought it was so interesting though, that best did give that final press uh, conference where she called out the president of Honduras and said she did the whole, she set up the whole kidnapping and she, I was surprised she did that. Yeah, I was too. She did. And, but you know what I was thinking? I was thinking actually that probably worked to the president Daphne's advantage, because again, to appear slightly anti-American or to have the Americans disapproving of what you're doing is was probably a good political stance for the president. Think about that political analysis, Leanne. You don't get that everywhere. Well, you don't. (laughs) Wow. Lambs, wolves, Ben Franklin. Way to go. Yeah. You pulled it all together there. That's good. (laughs) Giving actual analysis of fictional events. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, So that was the political storyline. Friendship game, again, as we know this episode is called, because the two of them had been friends, but not so much anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we have the pushy mother set up. And this is about Matt, the speechwriter. And he was dating the nice captain, Captain Baker. Right. Right. She seemed like a nice... We approve of her. Thumbs up on Captain Baker. They seemed like a solid couple. And finally, Matt has, you know, a really that like a good, legitimate girlfriend that, that there can be some future with. Right. And then he reveals, you know, in a guy talk scene, which I don't think ever happens, but that's OK. <laughs> you know, it happens on TV. And yeah. we like all the guys in the scene is Jay and Blake and Matt. And they're talking. Oh, he just he broke up with Baker, with Captain Baker. It's just not going to work. He couldn't the long distance. He just couldn't do it. It just wasn't going to be happening for him. He couldn't do it. And they're pretty shocked. You know, Blake in particular is like, she was great. Why did you break yeah. up with her? So and remember, Blake had pl- played all of that uh, trivial pursuit to get the two of them together. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was so he's invested in the relationship as well. But very quickly, Julie, he says, you know, I don't know why you're resisting your setups. Like if your mother's trying to set you up, just get back there. Go for it. What what bad could happen? And we see what bad could happen because he's set up on a date. Looks very promising, that, uh-huh. you know, with another Pakistani woman, uh, you know, a, she's a, a Pakistani descent. You know, the two right. of them are both in D.C., both have big jobs. You know, they meet at this three-hour baseball documentary, which they decide not to see. I thought that was funny. It seems yeah. like they're hitting it off. Like, oh, my gosh, this setup isn't really going to be this bad. And then another scene you never see in real life. But that's okay because it's TV. The <laughs> the the date's girl, boy ex-boyfriend comes in. And he's not Pakistani. He's uh, he's like a you know what he's is like it? a beach boy. He boy. Looks, yeah, he's a beach yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. California <laughs> beach boy. Yeah. So he shows up, 
And there's just an unbelievable scene about, you know, he's been stalking them and following them all night. And why are you here with him? And why it was eight months. Why wouldn't you take me home to your family? And she's like, because I love you. And that's just there (laughs) that she's sobbing. And he's just sitting there watching his setup fall apart. So, yeah. But he plays the diplomat. He gets them all to the table and gets them talking again. And then we have another unbelievable scene where he recaps that all. And there's some bro talk in the office between Blake and Jay and Matt. And um, and Jay, Jay has a funny line. Like, they start to get into more serious emotional territory. And Jay's like, yeah, I'm out. And he just leaves. <laughs> and that was real. <laughs> So, but Matt kind of has his light bulb moment yes. there where he realizes that indeed he does love Captain Baker and he should make this, you know, give this an effort. Uh, and they have the classic scene, right? She's getting into the cab to go to the airport because she's moving to South Korea for an assignment for a year. Uh, but he runs, he runs down the street uh, to catch up with her, and right before she's about to leave. And, uh, and there's your dog. Right there's my the dog. Door. I'm going to keep, keep, hold on one second. I'm going to close the door. She's <laughs> close the door. We don't want to ruin this emotional scene. And when I say close the door, I mean, close the sixth door. I've closed, closed the other five doors between ah. me and her. <laughs> She's a big, fluffy German shepherd with, with a just giant set of lungs. Yeah. And really can let it bark. Okay. And, Carry on. So and, anyway, there they are on the curb and, and they decide to give it a go again. Right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of sweet. Yeah. 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 And there's a great bit where he's running down the street and then he has to pull out his inhaler. I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was cute. I thought that was But really I don't funny. understand why he didn't get in the cab and go to the airport with her. They decided to keep going on. But, like, what are you doing, Matt? Right? You're just a speechwriter. You, sh- you could have taken the cab ride out to Dulles and put your new girlfriend on the plane. Come on. Julie, this is more good analysis from you. You're on fire this week. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> I used my inhaler right before the show, Liam. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we'll see what happens there. There will be a season five. So maybe we're going to get some, uh, we're going to get some updates on how, and maybe Julia, it is a tip off. If she's going to Korea, what does that tell you about where the storyline well, may be there headed? There could be some interesting storylines yeah. with Korea. Yeah. Hmm. I yeah. mean, we've been waiting for it. They we've haven't been really tackled with, they haven't tackled, North Korea yet, but we've been waiting for that. So maybe season five. Yeah, probably because they don't want their entire communications uh, <laughs> system hacked like Sony. Could be. But could be, or maybe not. Oh. I don't know. Maybe they're willing to go for it now with this softening uh, of yeah. our actual stance oh. on Korea. Right. Maybe we have we have a right. So maybe we'll that's going to give them a go ahead to to cover that in the storyline. So that'd be exciting. All right, and then the last one storyline is the parental play date setup, and this is Bess and Henry are bemoaning that uh, in the beautiful red dress. It basically, uh, she has to go to all these events, but they don't have any actual friends anymore. Like they just right. go to these official events, but what happened to their actual friends? And then she names a couple, and Henry's like, you know, we canceled on them nine times. <laughs> yeah, and the Rasmussen. Like, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you for writing that down. Uh, I did. That's the kind of kind of work I do for you, Lynn. Yeah, okay. In fact, and she said they have a picture. They were like lifelong friends. Their kids played together when they were little. She has a picture in the kitchen of the Rasmussens. Yeah. And but the Rasmussens have 
totally dropped them. Totally right? dropped them. So, uh, so then, as luck would have it, Henry has an encounter with Piper's dad, Jason, uh-huh. Jason the son's, the father of Jason's girlfriend. All right, mm-hmm. this is a horrible idea, Julie. You've voiced <laughs> yeah, this so terrible, terrible, terrible idea. To get become do friends, not, yeah, with your do child's, not double yeah. date with with your children. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but Henry's got a seize on this because this he opens up the door. Piper's dad's like, "Hey, we should go out sometime." And Henry's like, "Okay, uh, what about, what about tonight or tomorrow night?" I mean, it was just crazy. Or, but you like, know, that's actually the very sensible thing. If you tried to pick a day, yeah. to, but Madam Secretary would not be available. But if you just say, "How about t- Tuesday night?" That's, that's, people are available on Tuesday. Right. So they go out, Madam Secretary's late, of course. Uh, Then she forgets her phone. There's some awkwardness at the beginning of this. I mean, she's not a normal person. So when you have a job like that, you just don't really, I I would imagine you can't ever turn it off, but I'm sure that was a pretty realistic scene Um, because it's like being a movie star, an actor, when people know you, it's just, you're not quite normal. So you can't just sit down and, hey, how's everything going? So, because her security detail has to come in and give her the phone and it's not going that well. They're sort of struggling struggling to find some common ground to talk about. Did you notice how they were all just slugging their wine down? <laughs> I was, I was going to say that was the only thing that was going well. They're just like really slurping down the drinks there. Yeah. It was like a drinking game yeah. almost. Yeah. But then they found, then they, then they nailed, as Henry said later, nailed it, skated a clean program. Like that was funny. They felt really good about their chances with Piper's parents to like cement an ongoing friendship, but still new friends are not the same as old friends. I know. I know. I mean, yes, they, they were doing their best and they were, you know, they went back to the house and they were having cookies and cognac or something like that. But then Bess had to like take care of something that billionaire who was going to pay the $30 million ransom to get the hostages out shows up at her doorstep. So yeah. She's got to talk to him. Right. She's got to talk to him. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, so she is again, cause she's not a normal person and they just slipped out the back door. Like they, which I, I, I thought, think you would do that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I, mean, I think, I guess you would. I get, yeah. Say goodbye to best for us. We know. Plus it, it was a school night, I think. So it was a work night. So, uh, but you know, they made the point, you can't make new old friends, which is what yeah. we say. All the time on Satellite Sisters, and we wrote it in I our think book. We put it in a book, Liam. We, we put it in our book. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so what do they do? They try gift basket diplomacy. We see Henry and Bess in the car, you know, in the big the, the big suburban or whatever, the navigator, yep. whatever she drives. And uh, they have a ginormous gift basket, which has the triple cream cheese that she wants. That was funny. She's like, I did know, you get I the like good that. cheese? I know, but what a daring move, didn't yeah. you think? Now, would you ever do that? Like, you know, here, you know, go visit your old friends. They were going to go unannounced, yeah. right? They didn't I, call them up. They were just doing a drive-by with a giant gift bag. Yeah, I, it was a daring move, Julie. You're right. I, you know, I, I think if you were in that, you might do that. You might, you, you, you might do that. Just hey, let's let's give it one more shot. Let's. The Rasmussen's had said they were busy for the next three months. Though. Yeah, they had kind of given a uh, given. Bess and Henry, the cold shoulder. Yeah. So, well, they show up know. at the Rasmussen's front door. It looks like they live in Virginia, wouldn't you say? Yeah. They, they yes. didn't live in the yeah. DC metro area. Looks right. like they live out there in Virginia. Very nice house. And uh, there's sort of an awkwardness in the first 10 seconds, but then they're like, hey, we love that gift basket. Come on inside. So that was a nice moment. Yes, I like that too. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, anything else about the plot lines, Jewel? No, I thought it was it was a uh, it was a nice straightforward show. Like, yeah, I mean they didn't jump any time zones. Yeah. You know, we we didn't. You know, <laughs> there wasn't true. any transatlantic travel or anything like that. Yeah. So that was that was pretty straightforward. Even the kidnapping seemed pretty benign. It if was you, benign. If you, if you, <laughs> yeah. If you want, they're like just sort of sh- shuttling people into that van. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't violent. I yeah. mean, they've had more violence on Madam Secretary. So all in all, a very strong show. I, I have to question one of the ads. I, I just don't understand why ginger ale needs lemonade in it. What is that? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. Leah. Ginger ale is the perfect drink. You know, it yes, doesn't it is, need please. a brand extension. And I, that doesn't even sound good. Ginger ale and lemonade. Is that a yeah. thing somewhere? I don't know. It's not a thing with me. Okay. So. That's all, all right. I can say. All right. We we're, we were going to stand against ginger ale with the addition of lemonade. No good. All right. Let's go to our binders full of blouses. I, of course, we had both had the red dress. According to our, our sources on Twitter, that is an Alexander McQueen red dress. Should you want to get it, you know, for your own wedding or, or debutante yeah. ball that you're going to? It was backless. Did yeah. you see that, Leanne? I did. Well, yes, I did. that was very nice. But I you got to get the whole thing. You got to get the big dangling earrings. You got to have the high heels to really pull that off. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely spectacular. You know, Julie, just to note too, uh, the same source that said the dress was an Alexander McQueen. You know that white blazer you loved a couple weeks yes. ago? Also Alexander McQueen. Okay. All so, right. There you go. Just, just <laughs> weighing in on that. You got anything else? I, I, yes, there was, I do. What do you have? In all caps, Leon, because uh, we've been talking about it. I have the words, I have the letters H-A-T-E in caps. Hate, hate the black tie that she wears to the office, you know, with the white shirt. And then oh, she yeah. puts that like loops over that black tie thing. Hate it. Okay. Just Does that uh, give you PTSD? Because you used to have to wear those in the, in the. Early 80s in your act. In the early 80s. But even in the early 80s, we tied it into a little bow tie. She oh, just yeah. like flips it all over, like all right. loops it over. Just, oh, please. No no more of that. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> a, that's really it. I think they just, they, they shot on the big, you know, they put all the money into the big red dress. Red dress. Oh, and that was it. And well, then, it worked. I mean, we yes. would love to see, we would love to see more of that. Just... We don't care where they went out before. We'd just love to see more of that. Yep. All right. I think it's um, five more episodes. I th- They finished shooting the season. That's why you didn't see them in Brooklyn. I know uh, yep. because I follow them on Twitter. The season is all shot. We have five more episodes. Yes, 22 uh, shows per season. And I understand the season finale involves um, – should I tell you? No, I'm not going to tell you. No, don't tell me. Okay. I, I, I like to be completely surprised. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. You see, yeah, I did some you. research, but yeah. <laughs> I, I do, Leanne. It's very <laughs> impressive. So, um, uh, uh, on this week on regular Satellite Sisters, if you're not a Satellite Sisters subscriber, check out our weekly podcast. We post every Tuesdays. It's Julie, me, and my sister, Liz. And um, we cover... We cover a lot of different things. This week we had a heavy baby block because, Julie, you had the new grandbaby and, and the royal the, baby. And the royal baby. And how did Kate get into those shoes seven hours after uh, giving birth? That was We had a big discussion about that, Liam. It's a great mystery. It, it really yeah. is. It's an unbelievable mystery. I, oh, I announced an exciting trip to Europe that I'm taking, which is, is exciting for me because I haven't... 
I haven't been to your. She hadn't, you hadn't done any planning, and now people, the suggestions are pouring in. So I know. that's outstanding. Over yeah. on the Facebook group, you know, listen, even if you don't listen to the regular Satellite Sisters, which you should, you can join our Facebook group. Um, and that you just have to just go to Facebook, search the Satellite Sisters group page, and then uh, you have to ask to join, and then we will approve you. So, and I've um, stopped eating salad after your very uh, comprehensive report on the E. coli outbreak with romaine lettuce. I mean, I don't think you can trust any lettuce I now. I went out to dinner that night and I did not order a salad. Uh, after reading the article in the New York Times, like you just want to minimize the number of hands that touch the lettuce. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to minimize the number of lettuce I eat then. I don't know. Okay. I may okay. be done. I may be done yeah. with salads off-site. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Off-site salads. So uh, all that and more on the regular Satellite Sisters podcast. Uh, we're there every Tuesday. Every Tuesday you can find us. Um, that podcast you can find on Spotify as well as NPR One. So and the regular wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, plus uh, Spotify and NPR One. Oh yeah, you should really give us a listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They should. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to our Madam Secretary recap. Julie, any, anything else? Any diplomatic missions you're uh, attending to this week there in Dallas? No, I, I, no I'm, I'm staying low, Liam. Okay. I just, yep, that's it. Me too. Me too. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. 